podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Whether you seek adventure, search for answers, break down barriers, or see the world for what it can be, you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit cia.gov careers. Welcome to Celtic State of Mind, I'm Paul John Dykes and I'm joined once again by Lawrence Conley and Kevin Tate to try and take something out of that performance. Bitterly disappointing, 2 nothing Rangers, the third game I would suggest that Gerard has outthought Neil Lennon, even though we did win the League Cup. Lawrence, what was your thoughts overall? I'm looking for a positive, probably Welsh, doing mm-hmm. alright, you know, didn't let anyone down, looks like a decent centre half. Really disappointed in Frimpong. Uh, didn't look, really look to beat his man today, you know, and that's his game. The subs were too late. You know, we were talking about it should we have made the, the subs at half time. I think he was bringing the right people on and re- the right people off, but, you know, 15, 20 minutes too late. Taylor came on and got seven minutes. We obviously talk about Taylor quite a bit in this show. Great ball in the box. The forwards, they didn't get a lot of service today, did they? Cham was a bit of passenger again but we spotted that half time it's no creating enough you know, definitely miss Christie um, 100% hundred. I mean there was a comment in the second half there about um, us missing Eduard and I, and I basically said well you put Eduard in that team it doesn't make a blame but difference because we didn't create anything now you mentioned Christie there again comes in for criticism but what he consistently tries to do in a Celtic jersey is to create and yes he loses the ball he tries ambitious passes and he takes risks he loses a lot of the ball as a result of that but he creates chances we created virtually nothing today well, virtually nothing the three players at the, the most touches in the game are three centre-halves three centre-halves which we, we, we need to take a chance now and again don't we Kev? suited suited Rangers uh, for our centre-halves to have the ball because uh, with all the best respect to them uh, there's only really Aya that's probably known as somebody that's going to play the pass or even possibly step out. Uh, Welsh have had a reasonably good game, yeah. Uh, but I, I think we've got to play our strengths, and our strengths weren't they really utilised. There was nobody really creating anything. Uh, Frimpong just refused to take on uh, Borna Barisic. Uh, What's your day. thinking there? What's your thinking, Kevin? You've got a guy there in Frimpong mm-hmm. who. 
when he gets the ball and he instinctively goes on one of his mazy runs and he's past the man, how on earth did that not happen even once today? Is it because Barisic gave him the room and then Frimpong's faced him, but he's not even trying to take him on? I mean, what? why was he so spooked? He's been able to do it to any other left-back domestically and in Europe this season. I don't know if he's been totally hung back. Because, and... you know, there's a threat in the wings he's been don't push up as much. But it certainly wasn't up for doing it. He was potentially our most creative player going into this game. He was the guy I continually said, give the ball to Frimpong, give the ball to Luxol. Frimpong was a passenger. I'm amazed that he actually finished the game. I definitely. Yes, I think he was definitely a player that probably should have been hooked, uh, considering the amount of substitutions we did make. Uh, Frank Wong just refused, and uh, probably he's probably maybe short of confidence. Uh, to be fair, and I just I can't really understand. Uh, there wasn't a great deal on for him. Nietzsche was a bit of a an empty jersey. Uh, Elanusi again a bit of a passenger we had some had some moments had a great opportunity in the first half he should actually score uh, but Fringpong was probably he's only really had about 30 career games so he's probably been let down by maybe a wee bit more experienced players like we, we do expect like a lot from him, Kevin. I yes. mean, it's a good point, yes. 30 career games. But we do expect a lot from Frimpong, don't we? Yeah. I mean, see that early goal. We're watching the, the replay there. The early goal, at half-time, I think everybody was in agreement. Duffy, you're a big experienced man, the most experienced in that defence. You've got to deal with that better. Barca's got a, a bit of stick from the pundits um, who were commentating on the game. But I think that, uh, you know, Duffy... Was to blame him, but at that at, at that point, I'm not too concerned. I'm thinking we've got enough players that can craft at least an opening. You're looking at the statistics: zero attempts on target, and I don't even know if you would class Griffiths' shot as a shot on goal in the second half. No shots on goal. Griffiths should have went down. He should, he should have went down. If he goes down, you maybe get something for the game. Surely McGregor's off. We've got a penalty. Could be two one with ten minutes or just under ten to go. And I, I, I think. Were poor on. There was a, I think, decision making across the team was poor because Mo could have went down the first half and stayed up. You yeah. know, and it could have been an all penalty. So, I think we need to be uh, making the players a bit, bit wiser in their decision making. But Frimpong's game just, com- I think, completely changed. Charm didn't contribute anything. I was hugely disappointed in, in Cham and El Yunusi. I, I made that point at half time. I think someone else said Klamala again was, was someone that you would maybe bring off. When were the substitutions made? They all came off, but yes. it was late in the game where we were in a situation where we weren't going to get that moment where you bring on Logic and Griffiths and you make everything better. It's almost as if that has been a sticky plaster over, over the issues that we've seen, um, again today. Now, that wasn't a particularly difficult game for Rangers today. You're looking at the three centre-backs at Celtic having more touches of the ball than anybody else, yet we created nothing. Zero. You're looking over at that dugout for some inspiration and often I'm struggling to see it. I'm struggling to see any kind of game plan. At half-time, I had to change. There's no point in changing like for like. The whole shape had to change. Rangers had us in their back pocket. We had to change the shape and it didn't happen. You're one down. You need to make something happen, don't you? You need, you need to say, right, this isn't working. And whether it's a change of shape or personnel, it needs to happen earlier. It's at half time. You need to make this decision. Go, we've got 45 to pull it back. 
What, did, what was the first sub? 60 odd minutes? Yes. It's too late, isn't it? It's, oh, it's, it's too late. It's, but from the half time, from the half time, he's, he's had them in the, the, the dressing room there at half time. Uh, t- to me, it was. We, we called the subs, but the subs were too late. Uh, there was no. There was no fire in their bellies at half time. We were 1 0 doing it half time. There was no. There was no tempo to the play. There was we were very, very, very passive all game. One pace, Kev? Yes, hundred percent. When Rangers scored their second goal, you made the point that we kind of came out the traps for five or ten minutes. That should have been happening at half time. Well, I think one of the f- phases of the play, Griffiths, I think, went and took a very quick throwing down the wing, but it needs a bit more of that to kind of get us going. And there wasn't enough of these players today. A lot of the players, t- to me sort of hid and shied away and didn't want to play the difficult pass, didn't want to take the, the kind of men on. And I think we've kind of covered who they were, which was pretty much uh, our kind of, probably our attacking force, whether that's Frimpong, Elinousi and uh, Neacham. I would say those were the three players that, definitely if anyone let us down, it would be those three. I don't think they had, Frimpong didn't seem to fancy taking his man on. Cham was just too slow. It wasn't making runs he should have been making. Too slow moving the ball. Elinus didn't get a, get a lot of service. He had a chance he, he, should have, he should have done better with, but I don't think he, he gave us enough. And I think after that, and I think the three they might be, certainly Cham and Elinus would be definitely struggling to start the next game. I think maybe Frimpong as well. The player we miss more than any other, people mentioned uh, maybe during the commentary, Edward, we miss Christie more than anybody else. And the thing with with Edward is, I know he's not having a great season, but he's a game changer, right? And you know that. And I think Ayeti is as well, but he didn't look 100%, which is understandable. Griffiths will run all day long. McGregor ran all day long. My man of the match was young Welsh. He came in, this is my positive, Welsh came into that side. Last night, we mentioned it on a Celtic state of mind. Lucky or a good source, who knows, but we knew he was playing last night. He came on, I thought he had a a very good game. He was caught a bit flat-footed at the goal, I think. You know, when uh, Duffy went to ground, I think he was caught a wee bit flat-footed. Can't blame the young guy, though. I thought he had an excellent game for for his first game against Rangers. The other one, Laxalt, who's making his debut, I thought he played okay. And when when he was taken off, I was quite surprised, to be honest, because he looked as though he could carve open um, something, some kind of opportunity, but we, we took him off. So they're my two positives. Cal, Cal Mack as well, he did what he always does. You know, he always gives you 100%. But other than that, I really am struggling. I'm going to run through the team to try and uh, identify where it all went wrong. But what it comes down to is the shape. Steven Gerrard, and I know people have a, a joke and a laugh saying that, you know, it's Bill that shapes the team, it's Bill that picks the team, etc. That team have more or less went toe-to-toe with us three games in a row and the only game we've won was the League Cup final. And that was one of the circumstances where we had a goalkeeper who had the game of his life and it was the worst match I think I've ever watched in my Celtic supporting life. And we won one nothing somehow. Watching these last three games, it's concerning that Gerard and Beale have the beating of the Celtic side. I think in the last, the performances there that you're, you're touching on, uh, there's been too many of these uh, where we've just failed to turn up uh, against Rangers. I actually made a comment during the game, this is a Celtic Rangers game. Had we been playing Ross County today, 
we might have struggled to get three points against Ross County. I'm now looking at Thursday night, Kevin, because the games, with the season such as it is, the games are coming thick and fast. Now, we could focus on the poor referee um, display as it was, but we were well beaten. So before I even go into that, we were well beaten until we, before we come on to John beating, right? So I'm not using it as an excuse. It was a shocking refereeing performance, particularly with regards to Morelos. That's not why we lost the game, though. We lost the game because Rangers were the better side. We haven't even had a, a shot on target. It's abysmal. I'm concerned with that. I think, you know, when you've got two or three players that just need to turn up and somehow play the majority of the game, you, you, you could say at first half, you, Clamalla was running about, but you've been always not at the standard, so I, I wouldn't blame Paddy, but Elanoussi, Cham and Frimpong. Frimpong just completely changed his game today, whether he's been told to hang back to try and you know, make sure he's not leaving space behind him. I don't know, but whatever he was told or whatever he's doing today didn't work. And so, I think Elanoussi and Cham are just empty jerseys. Now that's interesting because you're looking at two guys who we looked upon last night as risks, Lawrence. You looked at Laxalt, for example, it was his first game. Do you throw him in? He's an unknown quantity. All of these things were discussed. You're looking at the young uh, boy Welsh at the back. You're thinking that's a risk, you know, playing his first uh, start in a, a Glasgow derby. They two guys weren't my concern today. It's yep. guys like Ncham and El Yunusi, boys that you think, well, you can rely on them. El Yunusi, international player. Um, who has turned a few games since he came to Celtic, his performance and Enchan's performances in Europe last season. And they were nowhere to be seen. They hid today. They were passengers today. Yep. And 100%. I think when you're looking at that, you know, I'm not. I'm trying not to overreact here because there's a lot of comments coming through via YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. Social media will go into meltdown tonight. Uh, the usual, you know, Lennon out hashtag will, will um, be seen. I'm not jumping on that bandwagon, but what I will say is that Celtic have got a massive squad, they've got a much better squad, but on a day like today, Rangers have proved that they aren't just challenging, they're now leading the title by, by four points, and albeit we've got a game in hand. We don't even know if this season is going to end. So today was pivotal. I don't care what anybody says leading up to this, you know, in terms of it's just another game, there's loads of games to go. There may not be loads of games to go. We don't know how, how long this season's going to run, and we're now four points behind. Rangers in the driving seat. Now, we know what happened last season, but that was then, and this is now. So, can Celtic look at that performance and make the changes? And if so, what changes do you make for Thursday night? I think it's got to be Cham and El Yunusi. I, I, I really think they're, they're going to struggle. For me, if, if it was me, they would struggle to get back on my team. They didn't need to do a lot. Would they come off the bench? I'd be looking at starting. I think it's Tumble. Forward. Just, you've just taken the words right out of my mouth I think it's time to give Tumble a run I was just looking at some of the stats there and uh, Neatcham's played 13 times this season prior to today and no goals and only two assists and he plays quite advanced in, in the Celtic side so, so there's no great return there whereas somebody that's been slated uh, pretty much in social media uh, game after game Greg Taylor 12 appearances, 1 goal and 4 assists prior to today I mean Taylor's stats are head and shoulders above Neatcham mm-hmm. and Neatcham's this player that we seem to be rating at 12 to 15 million He's much loaded, he certainly is and when you're looking at my half time I think we called him a luxury player Kevin now Rangers were getting loads uh, down the Celtics left 
And it was at that point you thought to yourself, you're going to have to to plug that gap somehow. And the and the gap is is tailored. It's quite an obvious thing. Yes, you need to change your shape, but it wasn't working anyway. So why is that an issue? Taylor comes on with seven minutes to go. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of it doesn't. A lot of it doesn't make much sense when you can kind of. You can see it, and you could see it kind of early doors. We could see it in the, the first 15 to 20 minutes of the match, how the, how the kind of shape was taken, and we were we were struggling. Uh, Dago was left far too much to, to do. Uh, too, too big a job uh, to, to cover that kind of space. Uh, with Taylor, I'd have played him. I'd have played him left back, put Dago on in front of him, and there's your insurance policy. There because Rangers are strong. Well, there's a change you could have made. Taylor on. You're only half an hour to go. I had to right back. Frimpong off. Yep. You're keeping Dago on. You, 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 you know, I had seen him do it at right back before. But Frimpong finishes the game. And for all game, I struggle to see what the game is. You know, the ball went to him. And it, he either lost it or it came back to the centre-half. So, Brown... The big thing is, Lawrence, no overreaction here on Frimpong. I'm a massive fan. He's had an excellent season. He showed signs last season of what he could do also. But it was quite clear today that either he didn't fancy his chances against Barisic or Barisic simply had, had the beating of him. Because, he, I mean, after about half an hour, you realise that he didn't want to run at him. And that's his natural, instinctive play. That's what makes him so dangerous and exciting. This week on The Marketer's Report, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct to Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on building trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. He's a young player. And it was obvious, as you say, after half an hour, it was today wasn't going to be his day. So... I think Why the reluctance to make the changes though? You very rarely, I think once a season, and again someone might make, uh, give me the stats, other than an injury, if, if you like, for Beaton, let's say against Sarajevo, when um, do we ever make changes at half-time? I, very rarely, I think, I think lo- once a season. I think loyalty is one of, kind of Lennon's failures, or one of these faults, he's too loyal at times to players, and he wants to give them the chance to go and change it again, and sometimes it's got to go, you can change it, Neil, you make the change earlier. I think at times throughout it, and sometimes loyalty for him pays off. Pays off. Look how loyal he's been to Griff. You know he comes on. Griff comes off the bench last week, scores. But I, th- I think at times that that loyalty does doesn't work out. I, th- I think the day was crying out for that change at half time, just to try and get us up up to even maybe into second gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, that change is not made at half time when we were that passive in the first forty five. Uh, Rangers are going to come out, and they're, they're, they were happy. We never, we never lifted any tempo up until no. Rangers got that two goal lead, and and then it didn't last that long, did it? Well, half five, time, ten minutes, five, ten minutes. Half yeah. time, we were saying Clamalla, not just because of the quality. I think we wanted either a, a Yate and Griffin. One. Mm-hmm. We were saying get more and charm off the passengers. Yep, passengers for forty-five minutes. They, they got to be passengers for another 
what, 15, 20 minutes? Now, Lawrence, what I will do, there's loads of comments coming through, as it always is the case if Celtic have a bad performance, and that's fine. You've got to vent. You, you certainly do have to vent. And this is a platform for Celtic fans um, to share your thoughts and your views on that performance. Uh, I would also like to, before we finish off today, have a look through that start in 11, and let's have a look at what we're going to have to change for AC Milan, because of that Rangers side and everybody's telling us that they're no great shakes. If that Rangers side can, can dismantle Celtic quite easily today, 2 nothing, that concerns me for, for Thursday night against AC Milan. I think that'll be different. Rangers were quite happy to sit back and let us have the ball. Because they knew that the creativity wasn't there. They, they, they must have seen Chaman Ellenis who weren't creating anything. So you're two players down when you've got the ball. AC Milan aren't going to sit. You know, we're not, it's going to be a different game. Three centre halves. It needs to be a different the, game. The and Brown. So the, the four players with the most touches aren't going to be Brown in our three centre halves. So I think the game plan for when we've got the ball, we were lacking creativity. And for me, Fred Pong's a young player. I wouldn't blame him so much. He didn't fancy it today for for whatever reason. But I'd be looking at in Chairman Mo for saying like, "What are you all about it today?" He's he's offered very little. Hey. For players of that quality should be offering a lot more. Try you to know, make things happen. What I'm always trying to do, Lawrence, is offer a balanced view. And uh, after being beaten 2 nothing from Rangers, I'm trying to be as balanced as possible. And I take uh, the fact that we've had loads of players missing through the coronavirus. I take that. That's fine, OK? I also take the fact that that wasn't a particularly good performance by the referee. In fact, it was shocking. Particularly the Morelos situation where I think there's probably eight situations where he could have got a booking, he comes off the part where one. So that that aside, Celtic simply were not good enough today. The team selection, you know, if it's not working after 10, 15 minutes, you can change the shape, Lawrence. You don't have to start pulling players off. You can change the shape, but I, I, I don't know if it's shape. I think we're two jerseys down for 60, 65 minutes of the game. That's identified at half-time, make the change. Yeah, and Correct. you know, maybe your shape, shape will work if you've got Turnbull. And maybe a Yeti pl- playing in, instead of Mo. It's we were. I, I generally thought we were two two jerseys down. But the ref, that's an, imp- perf- uh, an improvement in his last performance because I think Morelos had similar putting players in the groin, elbowing players in the last game, and he, d- he managed to get through that without a yellow. So at least he's booked him this game. The thing is, Lawrence, when I think back to the game you're mentioning, the last one that he refereed, as bad as the refereeing performance was back then, Celtic were horrific that day as well. And we deserve to get beat. Celtic deserve to get beat today. I'm not using the ref as an excuse. Absolutely not. But it would be remiss of me not to mention the performance. Well, Sean Beaton when he had made Chammer more than us play any better. No, absolutely not. You're you know, right. It's, it, it wasn't making him play worse. Yeah, you, you know, it's. I, I think those two players were just as bad as I've seen them in Celtic jerseys. Both of them today. No, you're right. Kaplo Mark, uh, via YouTube, you are stating that it's not acceptable. It's not an acceptable performance. Weak men- mentally throughout. Now, you know, when players' mentality um, is brought into question, it's one that always my ears always prick up because I think to myself, was it down to the mentality? What was wrong with the Celtic team today? What was wrong with the mentality? Because you're talking about players there. El Yunusi, a £16 million player. You know, you're, you're talking about Encham. We, we got him from Man City. He, he ruled the roost against Lazio last season. We know what he can do. Why are these guys not turned up today? I think a couple of them's not fancied it today. For, for whatever reason, uh, they've just not fancied it. Uh, your Frank Palms, your, your Elenusi, as you, as you touched upon, uh, they've just no 
they've just not turned up and I don't think you can beat that Rangers team with three sort of empty jerseys. No, you're uh, right. We were very passive and uh, we, we never even got going and uh, although we tried bringing on Griff, it was all too late and mm-hmm. Rogic, it was, uh, the horse had already bolted by then. You're looking for charm as a more forward midfielder to be your creative. And you're looking for things to flow through him and build the attacks the final third. You could say first half that was not happening. It wasn't happening. It happen in the second half. In fact, and you're only giving Turnbull seven minutes. I know. You know, and listen, we could have done after, come on, you, you know, we put, Griff could have went down, we could have got a penalty, because you go, oh, it's 2-1, you know, it's, oh, sorry, just, just before they went on, but, It'd been paper one of the cracks, wouldn't it? It, it certainly was. would be today. Uh, no, no doubt about it, Lawrence. Now, Joe Porter has joined us via YouTube as well. Where was Frimpong? And Barkas was poor. Ayer was our best player. He saved two certain goals. There's a lot of anger uh, coming through from the uh, Celtic fans, and quite rightly so. That was a poor performance, and we're entitled to to air our views when when we play badly. You know, uh, I think after the the um, Ferris Varos game. We came out and we were very disappointed with that, and rightly so. And we're being poor again today. Listen, Frimpong's a young player. He's going to have good and bad games, especially playing out more in the wing, isn't he? He's more forward playing the wing. So they tend to blow hot cold. But for whatever reason, he didn't try his normal game today. And I don't know if he'd been told to, to hand back because he didn't try and beat the game. It did seem almost like a deliberate. He was getting the ball and then he just wasn't attacking he was Barisic. Back and he was finding charm with the ball, which, jeez, do you want to be. We didn't want to be doing that, did we? Today, anyway. So. It's maybe that's an instruction, but Cham and Moa was really disappointed in them. Yeah. The only defence I could offer Fringpong was he he didn't have many options. To, to me, as a Celtic player picking the ball up, where Fringpong usually picks it up, he should he should have two or three options, oh. and he never had that today. His option was to take the man on, and he just pretty much refused it. So. I'd start to look at some of the players that probably should have been shown for for, for Frimpong, but mm. I still I don't think he kind of should escape it uh, just because he is a young player. Uh, it's just one of those things that he's got to go away and he's got to sort of learn from that he's got to probably step up to the plate and pretty much still play his own game, even though there's maybe not the same options. Well, his two options should have been Charman, Villanese. Yes, that, that, or, or, even, or even a deep line midfielder for that one too. You look at the games, like you look at the European games, and uh, the, the boy that was consistently backing him up was Ryan Christie. Yep. yep. Christie was behind him time and time and time again, giving him an out ball, and obviously that wasn't there for other reasons. But, Kevin, you made a good point there. We rave about Frimpong, oh, you know, week after week after week. So if he's played bad, he's got to take that as well. You know, th- this is the nature of the game. 100%. With with Pong, it's been a really bad day at the office. With Neatcham, we've seen this time and time and time again. 100%, I believe it's time to give uh, David Tumble a run, a run in the team uh, just to see what you can do because I don't think we're getting a return from, from Neatcham uh, for all these performances. Uh, do, do you know what's funny about it? That's the hardest position to get in the Celtic team because you get three midfield positions. McGregor and Brown start. But Cham seems to get that jersey so often. And I think after you know, today though, Lawrence well, Kevin's made a point. You, you've got it's opened it up now. But Kevin said, even before today the, the stats Kev came out with. Yeah. You know, it's not like we, He's not creating enough. It is time and time again. Mm-hmm. 
It's, it's we've known, and that's probably the, the hardest shares I get. Fair enough, Christie's not in, but it was Turnbull or even Rogic should be starting against a, a head of champ. I think the two the two big ones for me, and it, it's not even Frimpong, because I just think, like you say, bad day at the office, Kevin, and, and you know we, we move on to the next game with Frimpong. You're looking at Cham, I think he's lost his jersey. He's not getting picked in the first 11 uh, against AC Correct. Milan. Yep. And I think the other one is, we've been playing with El Yanusi, right? So we didn't know where, what his best position was, and we've actually, you know, we've played him out left, we've played him in the centre, it's now time to play with two strikers. We've got a Yeti coming back to fitness, Griffiths, and obviously Klamala ran his heart out today, but it didn't it didn't happen for him, right? So I think it, it's time now to go to two strikers. Hopefully Edward will be fit for Thursday night and you play maybe a Yeti or Griffiths, whoever's the fittest alongside him. Play with two strikers because playing this man, I, I think it's a luxury now. You play well, you know, see off him, you've got Encham behind him. It's a luxury to have that. We need to fully uh, utilise the striking options that we've got now. Definitely. The thing is, Klamala... If we'd had two strikers today, Kamal's a young striker. He'd have benefited by the experience of Griffith a Yeti for the time he was on the park, wouldn't he? Well, you're looking at Griffiths and, you know, sometimes you forget he's 30. He's been in the game a long time and the likes of Klamala would learn from him. 100% learns. And even, you know, the corners and the free kicks that we got, you know, outside of Griff putting him in, who, who's decent for us? Maybe Turnbull, he was good at Murrow. So maybe if he gets a run, we'll... Callum, Mark. Any? Callum. I, I don't Mark's think we get a great return. I, I know Callum takes him, but I don't think we get a great return. A wee, um, a wee response from Curry Muncher on YouTube. Bad day at the office. They were the office cleaners today. That's harsh on office cleaners. Aye, office cleaners are probably put in a shift and I think that's really what's, what happened today. We just, Celtic never turned up and uh, we've put a big focus on Elanusi, Nietzsche, Man, Fringpong, but those two or three other things uh, that just didn't work the day. It was really like Griffiths' chasing the way back at a corner flag in the last five, ten minutes to try and get the team going where, to me, that's Duffy's job, that's Brown's job and Griffiths should be higher up the park. These kind of things have a, have a big impact. I, I think there were some players did run their heart out though, but unless you've got the full team fighting. Yes. That, that, that's the problem. Correct. See, this, this is the thing, what we get, what we do get, Lawrence, is a lot of comments. If you make something, a comment like, oh, you ran his heart out, well, that's that's a prerequisite, that's a given, you should be doing that. Anyway, yeah, but they didn't all, yeah, they didn't they all didn't today. Yeah, that, that's, and that's that why you're making the point. He, he worked hard, it didn't, it didn't work, but work for him today. Kamala ran his heart out, no, no problem with his effort, but there's players on there you could definitely fault their effort and application today, which you, you've got to wonder why, especially Chama, I thought, You've got to know you've lost the jersey. After today's performance, he must be sitting in there going, what he's, lost, he's lost the jersey for me. I mean, I, I predicted my 11 and then Cham was in it. He's lost the jersey for me. El Yunusi was in my starting 11 as well, Lawrence. He's out the team. I want to play with two strikers now. Yep. Eduard hopefully will be back from his illness and able to play on Thursday night. Who do you play alongside him? A Yeti actually would be my first choice, Kevin. With Griffiths still coming back into the team for me, a Yeti shown enough this season that there's a partnership there. I think that if you play El Yunusi off the strikers, it's just it, it looks like a luxury to me and one that we can't afford against teams like Rangers. It's a different game. I imagine we're going to be pinned further back. So maybe he does work when we're pinned further back and we're breaking. But he certainly wasn't the player that's going to break a defence down on today's show, is he? When we've got time to build, but we didn't build anything today. But he wasn't shown for the ball in the right positions. He wasn't getting turned and facing up often enough. 
I mean, he rode a couple of challenges once in the game. Aye, he was, he was never really, to me, he was never really in the game. I don't, I don't think Celtic were in the game. I don't think any team can win a f- game of football ever being that passive. We were never aggressive enough. We were never pressing enough. We were pressing in ones and twos, and it was all kind of sort of half-hearted. Well, it was me- never, there was never really anybody really sort of saying, like, let's go. And goes a pack at seven. Aye, that, that the pre- never, press never, never seen worked because you get two or three press at a time. But the formation you p- you play, it's Cham and Elanus's job to spark the attacks, to give the ball to come out. And both of them never turned up. You know, it'd been hard enough with one of your guys that you're looking to spark something not not turning up. But both of them not to turn up. And again, we knew that f- first half. The change should have been made earlier, whether it was shape or personnel. For me, it was personnel. You know, it wasn't the shape that made them not turn up. Now, what, we, what we've got here, Lawrence, is a situation where everybody in this uh, room knows that we were well beaten today by Rangers. We're four points behind. We've gone through a game with no shots on target. Some of the experienced uh, players have, have not turned up and we're moving on to a massive game on Thursday night. As often happens after a bad result, we're busier than a good result. So we're actually running with a thousand live viewers as we speak on the show at the moment. And we could probably sit here all night and debate and uh, question the, the team selection and the shape. But obviously what we're going to do is we're going to bring this one to a close. This is a post-match reaction. This has been a Celtic state of mind and the amount of people that have come on the show, even just the vent has uh, been referred for us because obviously the show is growing and you've got to vent Kevin you've got to look at the bad performances and question why because we in this season of all seasons like your jersey says we're going for 10 in a row and every single defeat and draw is for me it could be quite critical in that pursuit so we're looking at that just now we're going to obviously dust ourselves down we'll be back on Monday at 12.30 for the Celtic State of Mind Bulletin I've got to thank everybody for getting involved and I also need to thank Lawrence Connolly and Kevin Tate nobody won your prizes Kevin because nobody actually predicted 2-0 to Rangers so we'll carry them on to Thursday night if you don't mind so join us again on Monday for a Celtic State of Mind may apply guys got hair loss i know what you're thinking should i shave my head comb it over wear a hat just stop this is in 1970 keep your hair and your confidence because bosley america's number one hair restoration experts can give you your real hair back permanently check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts easy to 203203 Dude, you don't have to look like your dad, because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. 
people all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's E-A-S-Y to 203203. It's the Marketer's Report. This week, Patrizia Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on the difficult task of building and retaining consumer trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy, and we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. The best thing for us to do is to build a relationship with our consumers. And if those consumers have a relationship with the DJs that are on air, then we want to build on that. House of the Dragon, which was one of our most successful, if not the most successful campaign we've ever done for a show, audio was a core part of that. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.